Action Park Media. everyone. Welcome to Pretty Depressed, the podcast. Uh, today, I'm fortunate enough to be joined by the amazing Renee and Jenna. They started She Moves six years ago to help women on their fitness journey during and post-pregnancy. But what they've now built is so much more than that. We talk about it. We talk about being healthy, having healthy dialogue around body changes, challenges, and what mums really need. Also, trigger warning, we do speak a little bit about miscarriage in a really positive way in terms of how to approach the subject, how friends and family can approach the subject as well. So there's some tools in there that we could all use to be better friends or family members to anyone going through that journey as well. All right, this is Pretty Depressed with Jenna and Renee. All right, I'm going to jump straight into it because these are two amazing women that I actually met, I believe through COVID brought us together. Was that how it happened? (laughs) A weird version of romance? Yeah, it was. It was. I think we just started messaging and we did a little like Q&A. Was it a cup of tea with Kim Crossman or something like that with Neon? Yeah. That was it. And that was how we began our romance. Now, this is something I usually do at the end of the podcast, but I think it gets us into a really good place where I ask you what your brain looks like and just answer however you might see fit. But whatever it looks like, maybe it's a horror film, maybe it's a delightful garden, you can take (laughs) liberties. I'll go first. My brain, way too many tabs, scattered, frazzled all the time. <laughs> and mine is the complete opposite to that. It's it's quite generally quite chill. I'm feeling good this morning. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm out on the ocean. I'm out on the ocean. It's just nice and chill for a uh, Thursday morning. <laughs> well, good. You can keep the two of us calm. Renee and I will just spit off into another dimension and you can bring us back to Earth. <laughs> okay, so... Great. That's a really good place to start. One chaos, one calm, and me, <laughs> two parts chaos. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, explain to me how kind of She Moves was created, like the Cliff Notes version, because I have had so many people mention it to me, it come about, like I just feel like in the time I've known you guys, it's gone, not even from zero, it was well established when I started, to kind of hero, and now... you're just thriving and I love it. But I know it didn't just start instantly. So could you give us your your quick little backstory? Yeah, well, it's been a um, a six-year journey now. Uh, So Jenna and I started six years ago. We had a passion for health and fitness. We were both working in health and fitness full-time jobs. uh, And we decided, hey, let's let's do something together. We're really good friends. Um, At the time, we had no idea how it would go working together. Uh, Luckily, we're polar opposite, and as you've just found out, and it works really well because of that. Uh, Started something, then we had our, uh, our first kids. And at that point, we made a real shift to create a product and a community and a program that would really help cater for mums uh, exercising throughout pregnancy and then returning to exercise safely postnatally because we saw a real need and a real gap in the market. Mm. Yeah, that's a short story. <laughs> There's that. lots of bits and pieces and all of that all the way through. It's been a journey for sure, about six years in there. Yeah, funny yeah. times. What is the what is the biggest challenge? Why did you see this gap in the market? Were were mothers just not being catered to or not safely catered to around exercise? What was it that you felt was missing? I guess uh, we knew that, you know, as we become mums too, we were more, I guess, our eyes were open 
comparison to how little time you had to exercise and just getting to the gym was a real struggle for us. So we've really made a focus on breaking down that barrier when it comes to helping mums because um, target we target mums specifically in terms of our membership, but helping to overcome that barrier. So we make sure all of our workouts are nice and quick. They're 30 minutes in and out, but I guess that's kind of the biggest barrier that we looked at to begin with, didn't we? Yeah, totally. And then there was obviously the realizing through our own um, births and uh, returning back into exercise that it can be quite challenging, that a lot of women um, go through birth injuries. And we felt like there was a real need for mums to have more information on how to safely return to exercise to look after their core. Lots of women were rushing back into exercise too quick, too soon, just because they didn't have the knowledge. Uh, so we have really made it a priority to get the information out there that we believe all women know. What would be like the biggest misconception that uh, people who perhaps like myself or men who don't give, have birth and stuff that, that yeah, that you can say from the other side of the coin from having children, what is the biggest misconception around health and and struggle that I could probably do with a very humbling dose of relating to? <laughs> um, I when it comes to getting back into exercise, I think a big misconception, and of course you don't know what you don't know, but a lot of women think it's okay just to get back into what they were doing pre-baby. Um, you know, So they get their medical clearance and they're like, sweet, I'm just going to go back to running or I'm going to go back to CrossFit or whatever it is that they you know, were doing previously. And like your body's been through so much throughout pregnancy and then birth itself. So just taking the time to rehab and slowly um, get back into the the movement that you love. I think that is a misconception that, you know, I can just jump back into whatever it was pre-baby. Yeah. But you've really got to focus on building that foundation, just like a house. You don't build a beautiful house without the solid foundation on the base, and it's exactly the same yeah. after having a baby. Your body's been through so much. You've got to really build that strength from the inside out, and then you can put all the pretty things mm. um, on top later, whatever that is that you want to do, whether it's running or going to or five or whatever it might be that you want to do for high-intensity I, I'm sure, and again, speaking totally as an outside voice, but I imagine there's probably a lot of um, mental health issues or body changes that also probably hinder either people's, um, either women's desire to get back into exercise or perhaps their body's gone through a lot of change and that's they do want to jump back straight into something because they don't want to feel yuck if they've felt yuck. What kind of, what do you experience within the kind of She Moves community most? Is it, is it that? Yeah, it's such a, such a huge piece of the puzzle there. The mental health side of things, especially, we we work with so many women and so many women inside our community. And I think that's what has kind of brought She Moves um, to life, really, is the community aspect of it. And that a lot of mums can have their babies and it can be really isolating and really overwhelming and you can feel quite alone when you're alone at night, you know, up all night feeding your baby, or sometimes it feels like a really long day in the house, um, you know, just going through feeding, sleeping, settling day in, day out, it can be really lonely. So I think that She Moves has given women a space where they can connect with other women online and feel that sense of connection. Um, the other thing we always say to women is, you know, focus on how exercise makes yeah. you feel rather than the aesthetic kind of body uh, body thing because that will keep you coming back. And and every time, we, you know, you never mm. finish a workout and feel bad for doing it. It makes you feel so good. Um, when I had my first baby, 
She was really unsettled, colic. It was really, really hard time. Probably the mentally the most challenging time in my life. And I found that exercise was the one thing that made me just reset myself and go, actually, I can do this. I I feel reset. I feel like I can tackle that next sleep or that next kind of breastfeed or whatever because it was giving me that mental reset. So, yeah, sorry, that was a really long-winded answer to your question. One thing we actually say to our members is when you move your body, you move your mindset. And it's so true. Like, just that shift in energy and your mood, like, it's incredible. Uh, I have noticed it is a real community hub and everyone's sort of taking care of each other. Uh, as women who who have had multiple children and you're working in that community, what is helpful and what is hindering behavior if someone is getting back into exercise or wanting encouragement? And I say that as someone who sometimes struggles with depression and people often throw the go for a run, go for exercise. And sometimes that's just a little bit, <laughs> I'm actually yeah. not looking, I'm not looking for you to give me solutions. I'm looking to be heard. I just wondered if there, is there a similar kind of thing that happens with mums and wanting to get back into or some verbiage that we should remove from our dialogue around new mums wanting to feel inspired and motivated, not <laughs> bullied into doing things? I think one of the biggest mindset hurdles for a lot of, and this isn't for everyone, but for a lot of mums is don't kind of set the bar too high and don't, you know, um, set too high expectations for yourself. And any movement is, is good movement. It doesn't matter what it looks like um, mm. as long as obviously movement that's appropriate for your stage of life um but that's the biggest thing is you know a lot of women have that mindset of you know if I don't do an hour run or a workout that's an hour like it doesn't count but that's so not the case in those early days I know for me my workouts were and my movement was just walking to start off with and then it was you know I had to split it up into 10 minute blocks and that was a big kind of barrier for me that I had to overcome because I used to be you know doing my workouts for an hour and running for an hour and 10Ks, but it's such a shift and any movement is is good movement as long as it's, you know, getting your heart rate up and, you, and making you feel good. But mm. that's probably the yeah, barrier with mums. Eh? Huge shift in mindset of, of being okay with um, uh, a long, long-winded workout. Is, doesn't That doesn't necessarily mean success anymore. And, mm. and on those days when you are really having tough days, it's just going, okay, actually, I'm just going to put my shoes on. I'm just going to walk outside. And I'm just going to get, you know, a couple of deep breaths and then see if I feel like going for a walk. Or another thing we say to women that uh, are struggling to work out whether that's um, because of mental health issues or whatever is is just do your warm-up. Just do the warm-up. And then if you, if you still don't feel like doing it, then you know what? That's okay because you did the warm-up and you can try again tomorrow. But a lot of the time, just getting the shoes on, getting out the door, even just doing that warm-up, that five-minute warm-up can be like, actually, I can do this. I'm here now. I'm going to do it. Mm. How do you guys find it? Because you now have a lot of people you both have to show up for, which can be challenging at times. <laughs> and I know you know all the right things to do and stuff like that, but I imagine it comes with its own toll as well. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely days where we don't have motivation ourselves to get up and, you know, our alarm go in the morning at six o'clock and we've got a live workout with, you know, thousands of women waiting for us at 16. But... No, you don't have to do that, right? You could <laughs> Could pre-record, we wouldn't know, but yes. <laughs> I know you're very committed. But yeah, what what do you do with that? Because I think that's really you guys are humans too. And but I do know there is that pressure. I'm sure you have these big audience who they're only gonna be there because you show up. So, <laughs> you know. And I think I think of the biggest piece of it, and you'll know yourself too, with having the social media following, you can't fake it. Like if yeah. you're not vibing it, if you're not feeling it 
it, it is really hard to show up. And I think that's just something that Jenna and I have always just said right from the start is if we're not feeling it, then we just we just say it. Yeah. So I'll go for a turn on my computer or my phone and hit record, ready to do my workout. And I'll just say, guys, I've had the shittest night's sleep <laughs> and I'm feeling like crap. And to be completely honest, I really don't want to be here this morning. But let's just see how we feel at the end of it. And we we never, we never fake it. Never yeah, fake it. Yeah. And, and that's the same with sharing what we share on social media. It always is only a snippet, but we try our best to show both the highs and the lows of both our exercise and motherhood mm-hmm. journey because there is so much out there that just looks really polished. And when it, in actual fact, we know that motherhood is so messy and we know that exercise journeys are up and down and up and down all the time, especially throughout that stage of life where it is being pregnant, having a baby, then potentially being pregnant again. Like it's a, it's a yeah. messy <laughs> and and hey, chances are that 500 women on the other end are feeling exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, for me, I always struggled. I tried to go to like Les Mills and stuff. And now I'm a little bit better. And this isn't anything against Les Mills, but trying to be in the class, if the teacher was really like, well, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I'm so far from where you are right now. <laughs> like, it's like, it's gonna, so I, I like your honesty of like, yeah, calling out where you're at and starting from there is really beautiful. Um, Renee, you can speak to this as much or as little as you want to, but I know that you were very vocal online about a journey you went through um, when you just say you can't hide anything from anybody. And I imagine your experience with um, unfortunate miscarriage, and I'm so sorry, during a very public platform. I wondered if, and you don't need to dive into your story, but I wondered if there was anything that during that process you have found really helpful or anything that is hindering just for people like myself who might have a friend who goes through something different and what you found was really successful in that. So we all have some tools in our back pocket because I know sometimes when people go through things, people say the wrong things and it can actually cause a little bit of harm. So yeah, I wondered if if you feel comfortable speaking to that. Yeah, sure. And thank you for your kind um, kind words there. Yeah, it was oh, absolutely shattering uh, time in my life to get that far into a pregnancy and then realize that it was taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what, what what the first thing that I, I said to Jenna was very quickly, like a few days in, people realized that I wasn't online, um, which was tricky. Like we had messages just coming mm. at us left, right and center. Is Renee okay? Has something happened with the baby, which was quite, and I know that that was coming from such a place of the community caring for me and mm. looking out for me. And I felt one part of me felt really loved. supported and loved. And the other part of me was just wanting to, you know, go into a ball and just please just, you know, take me away from this. Um, so I said to Gina, look, can, you know, you take over from here? And she did an amazing job of that. And I just took a month and a half off social media. I explained to the community what had happened uh, and the support from that group of women was absolutely incredible. And then I took a month and a half off stories, off pretty much my emails, off everything. And I just had to go through that grief and process it on my own with my family. Mm-hmm. And that was the best things. I know that some people can share through that time. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that that's amazing if you can do that, that for those that are in, you know, have a platform and comfortable to do so but for me the best thing I could do was just switch it off and let myself process Uh, so that was one thing that really helped and uh, in terms of for other people uh, how to navigate this if if something like this happened to a friend or a family member is some people don't know what to say Mm. but I think saying nothing is probably the worst thing it's when it's the 
it, it's really, for me, I just found it so helpful when friends checked in on how I was going. And it hasn't just been, you know, for a couple of weeks after, it's been the friends that are constantly saying, you know, how are you going? Because it's not something that you just move on from. It stays mm. there forever. Um, and then the other thing would be as much as I needed to switch off for that commu- from the She Moves community and have that time for my family, the community was one of the biggest reasons that got me through that because I knew that I wasn't alone. And by sharing my journey, I had thousands, thousands, hundreds of messages from women who had been, you know, through loss themselves. And just that, that feeling of feeling like, you know, I I felt like I was the only one that this Mm. could ever happen to, which I knew I wasn't, but just hearing those other stories was, was really, really, really helpful. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That is, that is helpful because I, and I don't know if it's just, the time we're in, but I see this happen more often on my feed, you know, that I, that people have gone through this. And I just, I almost feel like a few years ago, I didn't know that that was happening so frequently. My naivety, not having gone through that mm-hmm. journey of um, pregnancy or anything like that yet. Um, I appreciate you sharing that because it does help for people on the other side, knowing how to navigate that. And I think people obviously always have the best intentions, but you know, whether it's, you know, grief in any form, sometimes people don't quite know how to respond. I got some good advice from PJ Harding uh, when she was talking about loss is that she appreciated it when people text and said, Hey, no need to respond to this but I just want you to know I'm thinking of you and like here if you want to call so that she, because she felt this overwhelming sense of then having to respond to everyone. I don't know if you felt that way. That's why you switched off as well, but yeah. You're so right. That's that's a great piece of advice too. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What has been your guys' biggest success story in the community? Because it does feel like people are coming and they are sticking around, not only Mm -hmm. just because of fitness, but because of what you guys have built and created. It's authentic, it's loving, it's caring. Um, What is, do you guys each have a little story or a person, you don't have to name them, that has, or maybe been with you six years? Is there anyone that's been through the whole time? It is, yeah. Yeah, we have. We've got some OG she moves gals that have been there from the start but oh gosh I don't even know where to start there has been some incredible incredible stories along the way um we just had one lady send us a picture uh like a couple of months ago and she was doing a she moves workout while she was in labor at the hospital (laughs) and her her, um yeah she was like I've got to keep moving they've said it's going to help so she sent us a picture she's like doing a she moves workout (laughs) so great oh but many like we've had women rehab back from you know birth injuries we've had women you know move off antidepressants because they've had exercise in their life and you know the thing we've had ladies do marathons like it's incredible there literally is something for everyone like we do a lot of our workouts are pre and postnatal safe but we have women on either side of that and there's just something literally for everyone so it's yeah there's there's a lot it's it's Amazing, isn't it? We always share our little work meetings actually at the start of our week with like a member win, which is so cool. I love it. That's what what does the next chapter for She Moves look like then? Because it is growing. You've got quite the <laughs> you don't have to tell me if it's too secretive. <laughs> no, no secrets around here. Um we we've just launched our very own podcast, the She Moves mm-hmm. podcast. Uh so that is 
uh, going to be like a key focus for us this year. And then it's just to continue to grow. We've got a, a really incredible team of girls around us, amazing women um, mm. that are helping us in huge ways, both behind the scenes and, you know, as trainers as well. When Jen and I started this, it was just the two of us taking workouts, but now we have six. Mm. uh, six girls uh, taking workouts who are all incredible. Uh, So just to support our team and to continue to grow the community, we've got a few um, new offerings up our sleeve that we hope to drop in 2023, if not 2024. (laughs) Um, The months seem to go by so fast. Uh, But but yeah, there's there's lots of exciting things coming up in the future. Uh, And then lastly, I just wanted to wrap up with... uh, I have two cats and I'm at like exhaustion level. So I know everyone can audibly eye roll at me. Uh, I think that honestly, mums are so phenomenal. My sister has three children. She's just a bloody rock star, the way she can compartmentalize, do things, pivot on a dime, not hold on to anything. Um, I wondered if just to wrap up, you could share uh, each of you the best part that you love about yourselves and your how you guys are mums, what you're proud of. And then um, secondly, uh, well, start with that so I don't get too other. Yeah, what are you? What are you most like? What do you pat yourself on the back for? Um, I would pat myself on the back for I'm pretty organized. Even though I start <laughs> the fact that my mind was like scattered and all over the show, I am very organized, and I think that makes for mum life and you know having a business as well. It makes things doable. Um, so I would say I'm organized. I'm nailing that. And in terms of mum life. Um, I had my eldest daughter's first, uh, I had parent teacher interviews the other night when I, and I said on stories, I walked into that and I was like, I feel way too young for this shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, he just said that, you know, my daughter was kind and that she was, um, not afraid to give things a go. And that for me was just like, okay, I can't be doing too bad. No, that's so so cool. Very cool. And for me, it would be, um, one thing I'm proud of, is I don't put things in the too hard basket. So, you know, I've got three little kids under, well, five and under, and it's chaos sometimes. But me and my husband always do our best to, you know, still go to the shop, still go out and do things with it, turning into absolute chaos. But we've got some amazing memories from over the years that have come from that. And then my little mum life win was actually probably this morning. We had a, we had a milestone where my daughter wanted to walk herself into school. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Give me a little teary. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're independent. I hate this. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. So that probably. I love that. And then lastly, to wrap up, do you guys have any advice, a little slogan things? Uh, a friend, Danica, who I believe comes and joins, she moves sometimes. Uh, her thing at the moment is like, win the morning, win the day. I just wondered if you guys have anything that you're living by at the moment. Mine is be where your feet are because I par- I'm always worried about the future or reliving what I said. I've just got to really try and be present uh yeah do you guys have any little thing that you're working on at the moment not sure um mine would I guess my life model is just roll with the punches and you know whatever's served to you do your best to to roll with it that's kind of my life model yeah and I would I would say mine is like I feel like I find myself saying this a lot uh is just embrace the chaos like try and embrace the chaos and for somebody who's quite organized and likes things structured it can be quite difficult but sometimes I just have to just sit back and just go just embrace this chaos because it's just a stage in my life and it is beautiful it's beautiful chaos and I know that there'll be a come a point where I will miss the that chaos. absolute chaos and the carnage that comes with it so yeah for me embrace the chaos 
That's beautiful. I love you guys so much. Thank you for everything that you're doing for so many amazing women out there and everyone else. And thank you for your time today. I'm so grateful. And I just love you. And I just want all the delightful, delicious <laughs> successes for you both. Um, but yeah, and then I'm so excited. Where can people find your podcast? Uh, they can find us on Apple, on Spotify, mm-hmm. I think. All the other all the, all the other places platform. that you find your podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, great. Awesome. I love you guys so much. Have the best day and thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for having us and for all the work that you're doing too to open up those conversations around mental health. You're amazing.